Postcards United for episode 52 of Soccer Cards United. This is our new format, Postcards United. It used to be a Q&A show. You've missed that. If you're new, you've missed that era. There are weeks and weeks and weeks of, of Q&A shows uh, in the archives. Go back and listen to them if you like. But this is the new era of Postcards United, which we're going to call not our Q&A show, but it's going to be our companion community bonus show where we just talk about things people send us discussion points but they're not necessarily all questions uh, they're just kind of you know hot takes comments opinions suggestions all that stuff um, and it's a way for us to just basically chat to you all uh, outside the formal setting of a soccer card united episode which as you know is extremely strict and uh, and rigid um, my name is jason i'm joined by my co-host enzo over zoom hi enzo hey jason we were supposed to record this directly after we recorded our um, uh, episode 52, but then um, we got delayed and now we're doing it over Zoom. Yeah, we got delayed. We were tired after the first uh, the first episode back after the long break. You know, we, we got yeah. into the late hours of the night. We were a bit tired. And a classic, we made a classic mistake. Oh. We talked about a bunch of bullshit before we recorded but we also made another classic mistake that i thought you were alluding to which was a tip we got from none other than andrea novakovic mm. who said remember he he delayed a 9 a 9 p.m recording i think with us once said can we do it tomorrow a bit earlier because I don't, I don't think i'm gonna think remember he said he said oh that i'll be a bit yes, tired yes 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 he's yes, like yes, i think yes. i'll be a bit so tired boys and then we were like amateur hour and then sure enough we found out that that was definitely a good route to go yeah you should always do your podcast recordings as early in the day as possible yeah. Um, so here we are, twenty-five to ten, starting this one. <laughs> um, we've learned nothing. So, Enzo, um, quick thing because we're not going to talk, not going to get fully into it, but just since we, because um, we delayed by a day or so to get this recorded, uh, we heard about the whole PWCC eBay controversy scandal. Um, scandal. Just let, we're going to talk about it obviously on episode fifty-three in greater detail because we love a bit of gossip uh, on Hobby HQ, but basically eBay accused PwC of shill bidding, CC of shill bidding. Yeah, to me, Jason, this is a cla- I have my tinfoil hat on here. Conspiracy mm-hmm. theory, Enzo, he's back with a, with a big scoop. That's not a huge scoop, but, you know, I think that was their shill bidding. I think yes. Um, yes. Now people say, why would why would a big, like, why would someone risk reputation with all the money they're coming to shill bid? They, uh, listen, listen. I, I think they still bid, but I think that when you look at somewhere like Probstein mm-hmm. and you're like, how are they not been called out? And that's when you get yeah. deep into it. Now, sometimes, in fairness, a lot, some Probstein auctions end dirt cheap. So I don't really know. They pick and choose when they That's just people. I thought uh, people were talking about that uh, between because it happens with Probstein and come see auctions are always under comps. And uh, it's basically because, well, we'll come see it's shipping times. And with Probstein, it's because people assume that the auctions are all shilled, so they don't <laughs> want to get suckered into a bidding war. And then Probe Team has to sleep at some point, so I'm sure a few slip through. I'm picturing yeah. him, just one person, shill bidding everything. Um, no, listen, Here, here's my take on it, my hot take, my conspiracy theory take, and that is that, does shill bidding occur on eBay? Yes. Does it occur with the big auction houses on eBay that, that commute through eBay? Yes. Is eBay, and has eBay been aware of this? Yes. Mm. Is this something eBay kind of do vibe with? I think yes, because it makes them more money. Yeah, right now here it makes them more money, right? So what I think, and like when you think about it, why does eBay operate in this weird system where you can bid on things, no money comes out of your account, 
There's no like, you don't really have to commit to shit. Like I could bid on a Ronaldo PSA 10 for 200 grand and be like, I don't have it. I don't have money. I'm joking. Ah, you know? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm actually, that was actually my child. I don't have yeah, a kid, my child but my child did, did it. Thought, he thought Ronaldo. He thought it was like a microtransaction on Candy Crush or something. Yeah, no, he, he wilds out sometimes, you know? Yeah. So I think, I think, yeah, I think that like, so now I'm like, right. I'm all, everyone's like, why does eBay do it like that? Why? Do, and apparently they, I think at one point they said they were changing that, but anyway, they haven't, it still hasn't been changed, but why would they allow that? And like, the only thing that facilitates is like a lot of annoyance when you have to cancel mm. shit, a lot of waiting for something to be paid, which makes no sense. And a lot of shill bidding. So you're like, right. So eBay are, you know, they allow shill bidding, makes them more money. Um, they're not set up to accept it. So all this shit's going on. Why did they call out PWCC in what is yes. like a first? And then you think, it, but basically PWCC are a huge brand, huge marketplace. And that they essentially mm-hmm. are setting up a trading card auction house rivalry to PWC, uh, to eBay. So they have their own shit. They're basically doing like a, a golden auctions um, yeah. type of thing. So it's like, Okay, as eBay, it's like, oh, you want to take all this revenue that we have here on this site. You want to probably offer less than 13% fees. Uh, suck my dick, you shill bid. Let me destroy your reputation and keep this monopoly I have going here. Because, you know, if you're, if you're calling out shit, like, why why is Probesteam not called out? Because Probesteam hasn't set up Probesteam.com, at least I don't think so, to, to move his shit off eBay. So they're like, yeah, he mm. shill bids, but that puts money in our pockets, so we're cool with it. This fucker over here is about to move so let me just destroy the brand. That's what I think is happening. I think it's a lot of politics. That's tinfoil hat on. To me, it makes sense. It's some gangster play by eBay who are like, we sell, like everything sells on this, but we ain't letting that happen. And it's just, eBay is problematic. I, I, I like we've recently in Ireland gone to like the managed payments by eBay. Yeah. And it's so fucked up. Like, it, like it's more than 13% now fees. If you're, they charge you, uh, if you're sending internationally, they charge you an international sales fee. They charge you a conversion fee. Their conversion uh, fee, which is like the bullshit fee, PayPal. Yeah. And like eBay is just... Ugh. I think I sold something for like 230 euro a box and it has worked out at 188 a box. Yeah, not great. Not good. Um, So, little bits here, just like on shill auctions a bit. There have been a huge problem really since... Uh, it's almost like... This from, from Wikipedia. But like since like uh, auctions went online... And not just on eBay, but in other places as well. Like, it's a big problem. Uh, the online, here's from just from uh, eBay or from Wikipedia. The online auctions site eBay for, forbids shilling. Its rules do not allow friends or employees of a person selling an item to bid on an item. So I can't say to you, here, bid that up to $50 for me. <laughs> Even though eBay has no means to detect if a bidder is related to a seller or is, in fact, a seller itself. Uh, okay. And uh, in his book, Fake. Forgery Lies and eBay, Kenneth Walton, I don't know who he is, describes how he and his cohorts placed chill bids on eBay of on hundreds of eBay auctions over the course of a year. Walton and his associates were charged and convicted of fraud by the US attorney for the eBay shill bidding. So eBay don't mind if, I, I don't know what order he went to jail and released the book, but it looks like <laughs> eBay are okay with chill bidding as long as you don't make it public that that's what you're doing or try to move off the their platform i'll give you an example here pwcc shot back that same day they were shocked to see that ebay ebay's email today stating that individuals associated with pwcc engaged in shill bidding and uh, they're considering legal options blah, blah blah now here's the key part Ed, to your theory 
PWCC is proud of the work it has done over the years to improve eBay's own processes and to ensure that the platform is one that users can trust. These efforts went well beyond the measures that eBay takes to ensure legitimate auction processes. Hey. For example, PWCC worked tirelessly with, e- tirelessly with eBay over 10 years to remove the bid retraction option. That's what that's what hey. uh, you were talking about. No, I think From- bid retraction, I think, is different. I think bid retraction is, you know, you're able to place a bid and then literally... Oh, no, that's, no, that's okay. an offer. That's an offer. That's an offer. Maybe there right. is forbidden. I don't know. We'll continue. Eliminate forced return policy status and reduce the significantly not as described a window. Da, 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 da. Something about its own platform was here, but I, I lost it. Um, but yeah, basically they're going to... Uh, they're basically saying we're the ones who, who asked eBay to fight chill bidding and we're going on to our own platform anyway. So good luck to you. Yeah, I have one card in, in the PWCC vault. So eBay would want to fuck off, you know, if they try mm. to down down the building yeah but i do like in um, fairness like neutral neutral version like i do think ebay are wild on that on that one yeah it's just it, it's just a double standard isn't it because it's like the, are you they, annoyed it's just not you don't feel like ebay are annoyed over any principle of it you just feel like they're annoyed because pwcc it's are striking out on their own it's petty yeah it's, it's petty like political the, bullshit for me, but yeah, no, like eBay, you're either if you're clamping down on shilbin, you're clamping down on shilbin, but that's not what they do. Reduce your fees, you wankers. Do you know what I was thinking? <laughs> I was thinking, um, like, there's people who are saying, like, oh, I've spent a lot of money on PWCC over the years, and like, this is, you know, this is bad, like, this is hurtful, and all that stuff. And um, I was like, it is like good if somebody is genuinely like chronically shilbinning. It is good to shut them down. On the other hand, if it's PWCC whose auctions are everywhere and who set the prices on a lot of items, and now all of a sudden, like I can imagine, people are already getting messages saying the comps are on PWCC, they're all shill bid. I'm not paying this price. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those things that buyers will use to say, like, no, like that's a sh- like don't give me the shill comp, give me the real comp and all this stuff. You know, you know without we- any basis, like. <clears throat> No, but like at the end of the day, like PWCC have been doing this on eBay for so long. So like no like warning, no like mini, you know, I'm, I'm okay with them having a super strict, even for like the biggest auction house pretty much that they have. I'm all right with them having the strict, you should be, we're shutting you fully down. For me, it's just politics and it's fucked. Yeah. Like it just, it's a power play. It, it, it's not immersed in any form of as you said moral like oh my god they've been shill bidding this whole time let's shut them down yeah. let's we like, we cut them like nah it's not that you know what i mean yeah it's only it's, when it came into when it when whether when their 13 percent came into and they have a big 13 percent. so they said yeah fuck you it's crazy yeah. crazy anyway that's not anything anybody else has talked about which wants to talk about it we'll probably address it in more detail next week if there's uh if we remember or if there's other crazy stuff that happens in the meantime so, uh, Enzo, I put out a tweet there on Monday to say we're recording Postcard United. What should we talk about in the world of soccer and cards? And um, watch out for that thread every Monday, by the way, on our Twitter. And you can just ask us to talk about various things. So here's an interesting one from Ben Smith to start off with. This is at Ben might say. Um, ben says, Harvey Elliott rookie cards. If he has a million rookie cards next year. Now, by the way, Harvey Elliott midfielder for Liverpool. Young guy was at Blackburn last year, had a great season in the championship. If he has a million rookie cards next year, like everyone has had this year, will his only 2020-21 card, which is match tax chrome, become more or less desirable? Of course, 
the tops now from his Fulham days, print, print run 81, will never be topped. So. And what year was that? The, that tops that would have been. Um, let me see. Can I find where it is? Where? That would have been. One second here now. 20. Oh my god. Jason turning his head sideways. What's I can't even see. 2018 19. Okay, and are we assuming as well he has no stickers from that era? Or he should? I don't think he has any stickers. I think what we're saying is in 2018 19, he has the tops now. Then he disappears for 1920. Then he comes back in 2021. Match attacks Chrome. And now he's going to now he's going to be in very might be as a rookie in various things. Yeah, and we're assuming that he will be a rookie next year even though he's not. Yeah. So, what do we maybe he won't maybe first of all maybe he won't get a rookie logo. Yeah. We don't know. Um, do Match Attacks Chrome have a rookie logo? Do we know that? No, they don't. No, sure we have Match Attacks Chrome. There's no rookie logo. Okay, well, I yeah. First of all, the tops now is the one. If he Obviously. pops off, the tops now will be. Yeah, the no, but that, one. yeah, that's what I mean. That's the one. And then like, yeah, there's a calendar. This is my problem. There's a calendar year difference between the Match Attacks Chrome and whatever will come out this year. But because it wasn't actually his very first card, it loses yeah. significance. And then parallels of the Match Attacks Chrome, yeah will be hyped but at the end of the day if they're going to do a full rollout of him at rookie logo he's going to have so many high-end cards yeah that would probably like again if the tops now didn't exist you'd look at the match tax chrome and your statement is this is the earliest card of him but like it's not second earliest yes because the tops chrome or the tops now throws the whole thing into it would question ha- really. it would have a similar it would be similar to mbappe's panini fo- followed by his monaco top sticker the following year Mm. That would be like it's still hyped. It's still very, very, very early, but it's not Panini full. Yeah, and it's not. It's like he. I'm looking here. He has like yeah. He has refractors of uh, like you know to fifty in parallels and all that stuff of the of the match attacks. Yeah, that is a nice set though. The match attacks like the Bundesliga match attacks Chrome is the only ones we've had in hand, and the like to actually that we ripped. The stock was actually really, really good. Bundesliga. Yeah, and I've heard good things know. about the Champions League one, but I think the Bundesliga was much better. The Bundesliga match tax Chrome are, are the fantastic. Bundesliga Chrome was much better as well than Champions League Chrome. I don't know what. I don't yeah, know what, that is weird, isn't it? They've really put heavy amount of uh, good stock in the Bundesliga. It's just yeah. a shame about a lot of the players. Mm. I, so I, I think with a player like that, like obviously the the tops now is is the Grail if you're a Harvey Elliott collector, and yeah. uh, who who knows? Maybe by the end of this season, there'll be a lot more Harvey Elliott collectors. We don't know. Um, but I think the MA Chrome has a bit of a danger of sliding into obscurity, especially because match attacks, when you look at it, just, but this is like, I don't know if you agree with this, Enzo, but when you look at match attacks, I'm never sure what year they are. Oh no, they look similar. Because they kind of just look crazy and it's like... No, but like, no, 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 no. You're not deep in it though. You're not deep, deep in it. There is distinctions and if you were deep in it, you would know the difference. But what I'm saying is, I'm like a mainstream card collector. Match Attacks is not mainstream cards. So if I look at Topps Chrome, right, I look at Topps Chrome, I know like where to look for what year it is or what year, what season it is or the design, any of the mainstream designs I know. Match Attacks, if I'm a, if I'm, if I want Harvey Elliott and I'm a, used to buying Topps Chrome or I'm used to buying whatever um, and I'm looking at Match Attacks, I'm like, is that this season's Match Attacks, the last season's Match Attacks because there's all numbers everywhere. No, I agree with that. I would say if he comes out with a rookie logo, and honestly, probably even if there's no rookie logo, if he comes out 
with a Topps Chrome this year, that's going to be the more desirable. But it's like not not the base card though. Like I'd say the base match attacks would have more than the base, you know. Mm. But um, yeah. That oh, here's now. actually. Oh, there's a WCCF card as well from 2020. Can I say I don't think Harvey Elliott is that guy? If you're trying, to, if you're talking like really picking a diamond in the rough. No, nearly do I. But so I'm saying like um, no, I just feel like there's so much card politics that's going on here but at the end of the day i don't think it's that deep you know what i mean but it's almost a good it's almost a good example because it's like we can talk about harvey elliott without any debate uh, well without any like we don't have to i don't feel there's people out there sitting on oh yeah this is not this is not a make or break question yeah yeah if we were sitting here talking about florian verts and we're talking about tops now versus top staff people would be like but harvey elliott um who may or may not be as good i don't think Personally, I don't think Florian Verts would have had a good season for Blackburn as Harvey Elliott did, but that's not part of the question. Okay. <laughs> um, so let me go back to this. We'll go back into the... We'll dip back into the pool. Um, all right, here's one from Rick. Could Blackburn. doing this live be a thing? Uh, yeah. The, vo- the vibes are the comments. I'm trying to figure out, like, because right now you have the thread because I haven't opened Twitter, but that's fine. But, like... No, the idea was that we both have we both have this thread. I can, I can open I can open the thread. Now I'll just tell I'll just tell you now. All right, we need to figure this out. Right, Rick says twenty twenty two Prism will be the most anti- one of the most anticipated sets ever. World Cup Prism, I should say. Yeah. How vital is it that Panini knocks it out of the park with this product and keep it accessible for collectors who were there in twenty eighteen? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll pause. Accessible to collectors that were there in twenty eighteen. Does that just mean we? Someone who bought it in 2018 should will be able to buy it in 2022. Yeah, I think that's almost not. That's, that's, I think yeah, this is that's no way certainly this not going to happen. There's no way this isn't. This produced. is 600 euro hobby box. This one. This is going to be 600 euro hobby box, and they're going to make 3.7 million hobby boxes. Mm. And Europe yeah. might get a couple. Yeah, to be a European yeah. exclusive that doesn't make it to Europe. No, that'll be over there in in Asia with the Asian you know I mean sharks. that's there's going to be blasters there's going to be everything it's got to be honest it's going to be this is a funny thing I think it'll be fun as fuck here's like, there's such a fine balance Jason between the print run being too big mm. and then having a product that everyone in the space is going to gravitate to and the idea of getting a like if you look at the 2018 prism any numbered card is like holy shit that's not a yes. base do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, if yeah. you opened a hobby box and you got a fucking one of 50 any player that's not shit it would be yeah. like holy fuck extra because like it's almost like the print run just makes the scarcity of the, the hits so much rarer mm. i think it's going to be a shit show though uh, yeah because would- even in the even in the recent mosaic release um for the euros there was like way more like unnumbered parallels and all this stuff. But here's the thing. This is key. Yeah. Mosaic for the Euros is more like... And that's the thing. They better not do like Mosaic World Cup. But anyway, Mosaic for the Euros, like it's just not the same. Like Prism World Cup, everyone likes it. You know what I mean? I I, I think there's no way... Because Rick's right. It is going to be one of the most anticipated sets ever. There's no way it's not a disappointment. There's no way. <laughs> I don't know. I would love but, to open... Because here's the thing. If you want to open a hobby box of any of the previous World Cups, the last two, 
you cannot do that without spending stupid money. Yeah. I would fucking love to be sat there opening a fucking World Cup Prism hobby box, getting a load of bullshit, getting well, an Italian not, player. There's no reason to think that we won't be doing that. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like that, I, right. that won't be. A, there's no reason to think that's going to be a disappointment. I'm like, I'm not going to expect to get a one of one or a one of fifty or a one of a hundred. But I'm like, oh shit! I got fucking some Italian player. I'll be buzzing. Down the room, I'd probably yeah. be angry. But you know what I mean. It would be so. But so then, so then that's interesting because because Rick said how vital is it that Panini knock it out of the park? And I actually don't think it's important whether it's good or not. I think it's just going to be fun. But I think it's it going to be. be I think like, the fucked up thing is like when top scrum Champions League they're not going to do year, anything good with it, but that's not going to stop us from enjoying it. Yeah, that's the thing. When the hobby is as hot as it is, if America qualify for the World Cup, and if they make that set accessible to Europeans as well as super accessible in the states, but like, like imagine being in the states during the World Cup, strolling into Walmart and getting like just picking up blasters of World Cup Prism because as the tournament's happening, these cards are directly associated with what is happening in the tournament. Mm. Every World Cup tournament is filled with iconic moments, iconic goals, iconic performances. Because it's just, once every four years, like it's just a different, it's it's hard to even explain how much of a thing it is. So like, that going on, like that festival of football going on, and then people ripping Prism, like it's going to be, it, Twitter's going to be mad. If anyone that from card Twitter gets a hit, we're all going to lose our shit. Let's just hope that there's some fucking fine rookies going into that as well. That would just make it even... Oh! And would yeah. you'd expect 2018 and 2014... Like, that Mbappe in 2018, you're expecting that to get another... Buzz yeah, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Like, that's Because it's just different print runs. Well, especially because people... I think Mbappe will actually do quite well out of, out of the 2022 World Cup. You never know. Because people are going to be like... Oh, wait. You mean there's not a phenomenal young player at every World Cup? Does that not... Oh, yeah. Is that, that not standard? I thought that's what happened. It's like, no. You've been undervaluing this show. guy for four years. <laughs> um, so, basically, we think it's going to be... You think it's going to be fun, and therefore I don't think it's important that Panini do anything. I have Just, one... No, yeah. one thing that Panini can do. Do okay. not release a mosaic, a select, a, a prism preview World Cup set. Oh, I can. Oh, they are going to do that now. Because that takes away are. the joy. Do you know what I mean? Don't do like. Please, no. no. They, they will. They're going to do it. No, I know they will, but don't. Yeah. No, they're going to do it. That'll ruin it. That that'll fuck it up. That that makes it like I care less now. Yeah. Jason um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he just sees it coming out, and it's gonna be like Dutch auction at like one thousand two hundred a k yeah. a box, and people are gonna For be it. like, "This is bullshit," and if the buzz will just be the magic's gone, no one cares. Then yeah, and then they've the already had prison all comes the, like... out. They've seventeen million x the print run from the last time, but they decide to five x the price just so it's inaccessible. No, Let's say, uh, I don't know. Let's say it doesn't look like Let's say, to, but le- Jason. Yeah. It'll be cheaper for us to get flights to Qatar yeah. and go to the quarterfinal of the World Cup than it would be to open a case of World Cup Prism. For sure. For sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. For sure. But I would rather I would rather open a case of World Cup Prism. Than go to the Qatari state. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um did you yeah. see that the, the, there was a clip of the uh, the old Taliban there the other day? 
the lads. Taliban leaders are coming back for, uh, to Afghanistan after you know taking over the whole country. Where were they coming from? Qatar. That's uh, not good. Qatar had been like, and then we're like, yeah, the World Cup. Wow. It's like this is like this is anyway. This is not good. This is like the Taliban summer home. I don't think these are the guys we should be hanging out with. Um. So, uh, here we go. To the moon. Uh, Aminu Season says, which quote-unquote rookies from 2021, like this season just gone, mm-hmm. the one with all the rookies and everything, do you think will have the best club years and their cards will go up? And then somebody comes in, worldwide card collector comes in, bam, the easy answer. answer. Yeah. He wasn't waiting for the show. No, he says easy answer as basically beat his previous year total. I think Kareem Adeyemi will score 20 goals this season if he stays fit. 20 Come goals on. in the Austrian Bundesliga. He already if has he doesn't five. Score, if he doesn't score 40, he'd be in big trouble. Like No, 30. 30. No, uh, he has five. He scored in the Champions League qualifier against Brandby. Um, yeah, and then Brendan Aronson scored the winner. Yeah, Sesco is a really talented young player for them as well. 18 years of age, striker as well. Is that with the X, no? Yeah, 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 sex, no, no, yeah, yeah. S-E with the fucking accent. Sesco. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And their squad is just generally under 23 every position. They're a very interesting team. Um, Adiemi, listen, I bought 20 of his tops now. I bought that brick. We have some of his Champions League chrome. I think he, when I seen him in Champions League when he got the tops now. He scored a great goal late. He was 18. I was like, oh, give me that tops now. Just because I watched it, I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Um. Daka's gone and they fully just put him up front and said, you're the new superstar kid. And listen, it's Real, Red Bull, uh, Red Bull Salzburg and they're in the Austrian Bundesliga. They have a much better team than most. They're dominating. But that won't stop the hype, Jason. But is no, he... But what, I lo- what I love is everyone's talking about Adiemi and then when Pat and Daka signed for Leicester, nobody cared. It's like, so what? So, so like, what? Where, what does he have to do? So, yeah, like as if like... Like, Haaland went to Dortmund. Mm. But Haaland's not playing against better teams every week than Pats and Daka will be. Yeah, it, but like, no. Because in fairness, right? <laughs> Haaland went there mid-season. So it was like he was literally scoring, scoring, scoring. Went to Dortmund, scored, scored, scored. Like, it just continued. Whereas Daka had the summer, he was off. Like, the hype for Daka will come when he starts, if he starts banging in goals in the Premier League. But, but, but if, but there if was, Daka... Everyone was sad that he signed for Leicester, which was shocking. Yeah, but if Daka scores 10 goals this season... Mm. Flop. That will be better than... Flop. What he did, like... Listen, Adiemi is the guy. I'm sitting on 20 tops now. I'm sorry, shit no, but, no, but, no, but can we, just, can we just admit that people in the hobby seem to underestimate entirely how difficult it is to score 10 goals in a Premier League season? The physicality of the penalty. How, how good you would have to be. No, I know. It's 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 definitely different than playing for the team that is dominating the Austrian league. Very much so. But you must say Adiemi is 18, 19, and to get five goals at the professional level as an 18 or 19 year old in any league. It's fantastic. Yeah. Is great. But what I'm saying is what I'm saying is I I I'd like to see some connection between where he is now. And where he's going, Do yeah. you know what I mean, because he's not gonna get—he's not gonna get signed by Barcelona straight from Red Bull Salzburg. Is what I'm saying. Can we snip at this? I don't know. Just in case. Listen, 
he's I, he's having a big season. I think we're going to see his name on the score sheet a lot, and I think that's going to create some buzz. So I think that's fair. And obviously, being at Red Bull Salzburg, his next move will be obviously somewhere better. And um, could yeah. be just to Leipzig, which won't be amazing. Could be to someone else. He's definitely one to watch, and he's definitely under the radar. And obviously, being a striker, and he's in a vibey vibey league. Just hyped it now. But now back <laughs> to the back to the. What would you pick? Like who? Are, you're not picking Adiemi. Who? And I'm actually really happy with Adiemi because he he is really a hobby name, which is like a funny thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like he. A lot of people know a lot more about him. Or at least they know his name more than some other people that maybe they should know. Well, because people are in people are in the the Salzburg and the Dortmund. Yeah, yeah, like that's that's what I'm saying. Salzburg and Dortmund are two little kind of talent factory kind of things. That is yeah. so they they've connected with the hobby. If you know what I mean. But speaking of talent factory, just really quick because uh, Dom Gastaldi also replied, and I don't think he quite understood the question, but. Uh, he said uh, he mentioned Sofian Diop. He's a he's a Monaco fan. By the way, Monaco just got announced on uh, so, rare. so rare. Speaking of talent factories. Uh, but Sofian Diop uh, was mentioned and Sofian Diop is a very talented young Monaco winger who we've mentioned on the show before okay. um, and he has a uh, rated rookie from the famous 2018-2019 oh really? Uh, Donruss yeah I didn't know that that's right so he's that's one so that will ha- we'll have like not crazy 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 amounts of cards and uh, is very talented and um, should have a good season for Monaco. Uh, who do I think would be in twenty twenty? This rookie class that's going to like have a great year and their cards will go up. Woof, oof. Can I say I was about to pull out a name, but his rookie season was 2019-2020 and that is the the infamous Ryan Cherky. Yeah, he could have a big year. But to be fair, who I think people have been saying that for the last five years. Who apparently now? Uh, uh, Leon, they're looking to sell him and War and all them because they're just freaking out uh, over at Leon. They're having some real issues. Cherky leaving Leon would be crazy. Um, and Leading, I love to see him go, say, go say to the lead or leave, 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 leave. Yeah. To be honest, I just want him to go somewhere that he'll play week in week out. Go to the Bundesliga. Do it. Go and just vibe it up in the Bundesliga. Yeah, that'd be really nice, wouldn't it? It'd be lovely. Um, go to fucking Frankfurt. Yeah. Just go somewhere and enjoy yourself, you know, and have a good time. Go to Salzburg. Go to Salzburg. Yeah, step down. Bang in 30 goals from wing, from the right wing. Yeah, do it. Um. Okay, sorry. I'm trying to even think who are the rookies from this year. I think Jude will have another good year. Yeah, he's just a quality player. Um, he, he has the most cards of anybody. Um, in the universe. In the universe, I, I honestly Pedri. feel like I've seen a one of one Jude be pulled every day this past few weeks. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh. someone's like, oh, he hit the one of one, and it's like, but well, he hit yeah. the one of one, and I'm just like, hey, da, 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 da. and I'm like, oh, there's a lot of sets out. We have to stop saying D one of one Jude, it's a one of one Jude. It's at a point where the only rookies that have value are one of ones, yeah, you have to get that. Um, I wonder who else will have a big season. Um, I have a lot of money and a lot of faith in Yusefu Mukoko because I think at some oh, point shit, they're going to have him, to yeah. some point they're going to have to rest Haaland and or just throw the two of them up front together I think. I'm hoping for a vibey Champions League group for them where they can qualify and then play him against Panathinaikos or whoever the fuck is in the Champions League on the lower end. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think he'd do well against Panathinaikos. No, he definitely wouldn't. No, it's a bad example. Greek, Greek defences are not vibey at all. No, no, no. Um, it's so funny like, when you see a striker like that playing, like playing Holland or playing uh, Austria or playing Germany, and they have to play like a like a Greek defence or a, a Turkish defence or even an Italian defence. And they just can't do it like Portuguese. It's like when a Northern European striker has to play <laughs> against a Southern European defence and they just can't do it. Just some big Listen, six foot four hard man just being like, get up to fuck. I'm excited to see the Champions League. I just want to see like where the vibey teams fall in the European structure because... There's yeah. money to be made in those big games. Yeah, I think uh, who's in the? I think Ren are in the Conference League, so that's Kamavinga and Doku there. Um, they might have a good season. Uh, poor old Xavi Simons, mm. uh, who got a late late introduction into the into the uh, Champions League licenses. He was in Stadium Club and he was in um, Merlin. Uh, Merlin, but he got left out of the. Uh, the squad for this weekend for PSG um, and uh, apparently he's, he'd like to go on loan but you know so he's definitely not one I, I see popping off this this year especially with Messi and stuff being at PSG now yeah no um, not that it was ever a competition between Messi and Xavi Simons <laughs> but you know what I mean um, I don't know which rookies I'm suddenly blanking on who who the rookies are Pedri is he going to be um he gonna have higher stock in a season's time than he will than he does now. Eh, he could do. Like I think he could. I think yeah. I think do you know what? Do you know what I'll say? I think Barcelona's Champions League performances will be key to that. I think a lot of people will be looking at Barcelona. There's no Messi. Can they still have big European nights? And I think if they are, too, Pedri will definitely have a stormer within those nights. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So he I could. think um, and he's a quality player, but he could. He's high risk for injury just because of the games he's played. The level yeah. of games. I, I think maybe like. We might see more players rise a little bit compared to 2019-2020 when there was a couple of players that went... Whereas now we have a bigger rookie class, a more consistent rookie class, and we might see like Pedri's prices do okay, Jude's prices do okay, Makoko's prices do okay, but Adiemi does well. But we might not see a breakout this season in terms of rookie from last season. Yeah, Unless Mukoko the, starts like banging in goals. Yeah, Mukoko and Emi are the two because they're such goal scorers that could do it. But um, we know it's really it's really late late season Champions League performances that get yeah, you into I, the into the big prices. And you can't you can't see them having a huge game in a late Champions League game, you know? No, whereas you can like when it's like we saw with Jude, you can see it with Jude. Yeah, Jude can have it. I think Pedri as well. I think Pedri could have it. I think like some of the nineteen twenty rookies are gonna continue to have a huge like I think Haaland's stock is just going to keep going up he's a fucking psycho yeah Um, I think Mason Greenwood could also yeah. so yeah I don't know it's it's and well I think I think I don't want to like Cherokee is just an interesting one because he is a super talented player and that he had just one card in 2019-20 which was the tops now and the print one was below 3000 so like a bit of a Harvey just, Elliott yeah his is just an interesting case because if he if he gets the hobby hype, then his very limited supply. Fo- football lovers are hyping him, you know, and they have been for some years. Um, yeah, it's getting to that time where it's like, well, do something. Is it, is it going to happen? <laughs> like, even on so rare, you can see that there's a huge appetite for his cards. So he is a yeah. player that a lot of people have a lot of stock in. He's really, really talented. And if the if he becomes a hobby name, it's going to be a thing where a lot of people are going to have a watershed moment of, oh, what's his rookie? 
and then it's going to be a boom. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to do that, they'll have to get it together, at, at Leon. Um, right then. Brad asks about vintage soccer cards pre nineteen seventy. Will that game more connected with the World Cup? I think we talked about that with, with uh, the lads, uh, Gerd Muller passing away, and you know what's going to happen for vintage. Right? We kind of covered that recently. Uh, Josh asked, "Do you reckon uh, we see a high-end French product coming out with Messi moving to PSG?" We'd love to see it. Has to be. Surely they put out a league on. I don't know. They, they, uh, you'd hope so, but I don't it's know. It's such a good league. Like you have to put it in. Yeah, like if I'm Panini, like I'm not fucking. Wait, did we? Hang on. Did we just talk about. We just talked about this on yeah. on Monday show. Did we? Came up organically. Yeah. Wow, we're so good. But I'm gonna say something I didn't say then. I think right. get get creative with Chronicles. Like why? Like imagine if Chronicles was like a box, right? And it's like you get the Premier League, you get the Spanish League, you get the German League, you cut it's uh, Italian League, not German. Obviously, they don't have it. Sorry, French League. But like you know, way normally with Chronicles, there's like three mini boxes in it, and you know, what if it was like mini boxes, but you can't see if you have the French League or if you have the Spanish oh. League. Like that's part of it. It's like here's my mini box. There's three boxes in here. Here's my here's my master box. Yeah, here's my master box. I actually three don't know boxes, I, and I don't know which I got. Could be French, could be Italian, could be Austrian. You know, if they got creative with the licenses they'd have, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, we spoke about that. I like that. Yeah. There you go. Um. So then, football manager says, "What prospects would you say are very underpriced slash under the radar?" Turkey, we just said. Um. Haaland still. So no, he's not a prospect Haaland. who's under the radar. Well, I think he's underpriced some of his car- some of his Salzburg cards. But he's not under the radar because he's he's he the is record. the radar. Yeah, he's, no. Yeah. Ah. Just res- resist the urge to talk about Hallam for oh, I love a him. second. Oh, I love him. Okay. Going to do you lo- do you lo- what do you love about him? Tell us what you love about Hallam. He is genuinely a world class striker, and he's fucking a freak of nature at twenty one. And but he has a really, I mean- really really deep understanding of personal branding. She, like he has the Zlatan about him, he knows what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> right, <laughs> he's selling himself. He's pumping no, himself, I, Jason. I, I'm asking, do you? I, I was saying, like when you said, I love him. I, like what? I was asking, do you actually like him, or you just mean like you love him as like a brand? Oh no, I love watching him play. Okay, like, right, like right, he's right. a player. Like I turn on, like when when Sancho was doing a madness for Dortmund, and when Pulisic was doing a madness for Dortmund, and then Bamiya. Don't get me listing them all, but when all yeah. these players were doing a madness for Dortmund. I never like I didn't want to tune in, and I was never like yeah, oh, I yeah, need yeah, to watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. When Dortmund are on the TV, I turn it on, and I'm just fucking like it is that kind of like he's, oh, he's phenomenal. He yeah he he's a person that just makes people want to watch his games. Like he's a phenom. Yeah okay. I was just I was just wondering, but um, you're just sad you didn't get in on the Salzburg hype, and you're you're bitter the foosballs. Uh, you you had boxes. I had boxes and I sold them on SoccerCardsUnited.com uh, for €135 Euro each to prove the worth of the site and to prove we weren't fucking about. And uh, so, <laughs> the... Uh, no, I'm just asking because I asked you, do you like him? And then you kind of talked about like personal branding and I was like, don't give me like a Gary V answer. Like, do you actually like him? So that's no, fine. I, I love every aspect of Halo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. Except for so, wherever he moves to next because it'll make me sad if it's not Milan. Even though it won't be Milan. It won't be Milan, jeez. No, I know, but then I, he's going to go somewhere. Like, if he's a Chelsea player, I fucking hate him now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go to Chelsea. Second thing with Football Manager to finish this off. With the frightening... Wait, we didn't talk about any under-the-radar people. I know, but we, we don't have time. There's no time. Oh, sorry. 
with the frankly high production levels of 2020-2021, we have to stop talking about this season. And the unex- I thought, wait, I, th- I thought you were talking about the production levels of this show when you said that. <laughs> oh, they are frighteningly high, the production levels. <laughs> uh, people are like, oh, this is professional. It's almost intimidating to listen to. And the expected production of 21-22, are we heading into a junk r- raw slash wax slash sab era for modern football slash soccer? We are enter for soccer. We are entering into the accepted hobby era. You know what I mean? Like your the base mainstream. cards. Are, your base cards are base cards. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Your base yeah, cards, your base are, cards are base cards, and therefore only valuable in a gem mint. Yeah, you gem mint them, you, you'll have a bit of value, but not a lot of value, depending on the player. And I think that we're gonna look back on twenty twenty one. And we're not going to be like, the print run was crazy. We're going to be like, oh shit, do you remember that? Do you remember Do you remember when we could calculate how many cases were made? Those were the yeah, days. Before, you know, before I, it just became like... Time changes everything. If you look at Bundesliga Chrome for 2019-2020, I think it's €3,000 a box now. Mm. Now that, that wasn't produced crazily. Like, there wasn't huge numbers on it. It was like released at like €120, Euro, I think, maybe less. Um, 12 months is a long time in the hobby. I think that... I don't know. It's so funny. Like I, I, I don't know if, if the person that asked that question was from the UK or from from the UK. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say because if you're in the, <laughs> no, no, it's serious. We get that question so much from English people and for European, any for like anyone, European for anyone who do, obviously no one's seen the video, but Enzo just did like that thing where he like made like a little like a little steeple on his face, like like he was just composing himself before he went off on this. Go ahead, Enzo. No, but this is the thing. I think if you're in the US, you've been walking into Walmart and Blaster and there's been hundreds of packs of NBA Prism or whatever the fuck for years. Yeah. No one's like, are we in the junk slab? Like, no, you're not. You're just, there's base cards and there's accessible packs for people. You don't have to buy everything that comes out. Like, we just seen Giovanni Reynas getting another set made. People are yeah. like, oh no, another set. It's like, you don't have to buy that. Like, I don't, I don't know if you have like automatic purchase set up. I don't know what like yeah, it's a direct yeah, debit from your bank account. <laughs> You're like, oh, not another rain and set. That's gonna take forty quid out of me. Like, you don't have to buy it. And here's yeah. the thing: is it a jump? Slow? it's not a junk slab. It's not a junk. I mean, it could be. Don't get me wait <laughs> for starters. The junk slab era happened. I've seen people get PSA boxes upon PA, PSA boxes of fucking James Ward Prowse base prisms from Premier League 2019 20. Not even a rookie logo to be seen. Don't yeah. know what the fuck you sent that to PSA for. And I know you sent it 12 months ago, but you were wilding 12 months ago, right? Mm. We're in the era now where hits are fucking hits. Base cards are shit unless it's a phenomenal player and you get a gem mint, then you could get like a decent return on it. Yeah. That like you still need to be careful. I think I think the thing that's fucking it up a lot is actually the prices of a hobby box, etc. Like you can't bring out Champions League Chrome at 350 next year. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's if, it, if the isn't print it? run goes up. That's... And, and the thing, can I just say, the print runs were crazy this year, the prices were crazy this year, but the product was blessed with a good, large rookie class. A lot of the rookies, like, I don't, when I say rookie class, I don't mean the fact that there was like 40 rookies. I mean the fact that there was four, five, six, seven that are actually really good players. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. whereas next year, I don't think we have that at the moment. Like, that could change, but if we don't have that. And you're still you're, he's throwing in extra Gianluca Viali's. You know I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do. Like they had such a good rookie class this year to do what they did, but I think next year's rookie class, like next year, could be a shit show with new releases. Like especially if they do as many boxes as they do, 
And in the same, if they do it the same format, they just did it, but without the fact that Pedri's a rookie, Bellingham's a rookie, Mukoku's a rookie, you know. Yeah, well, I think the the thing is that um, that's you mentioned a good point there. With the hobby boxes are now so expensive that the hits being hits and and the base cards just being base cards, that becomes much harder to swallow because mm. it means that the uh, the expected value of the boxes are way down. But which is why, and I, I see this slightly in slightly different in the European hobby versus the American hobby. Now, obviously, there are some like just absolute sharks in America, you know, like and all that stuff. But whales. more often, there are sharks, there are whales. There's a whole variety of sea life. But um, I see more people putting some value in the in the experience of it, in the entertainment of it. You know, in the same way, like. It's like, okay, maybe 50% of this is that it might have some financial value. The other 50% is this is my hobby. I find it fun and it's entertaining to me to do this in the same way it's entertaining. Some people put, you know, two euro on an accumulator at three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon or it's, you know, some people like to go and spend, go and see art house films and pay 25 euro a ticket because that's all they can do to support the place or whatever it is, you know. Um, So there is an entertainment value in it. And if you're just thinking in the bottom line all the time, it's depressing because it's like, you it's mean stressful. most of these cards are worthless and this is horrible. Um, but like what you said about Prism at the very start of the show, and I'll bring it back to the start of the show to finish the show because the production values on this show are frighteningly high. Um, <laughs> there, There is a sense of if you're sitting there at a World Cup Prism while the World Cup is on and you're just looking at, you know, complete nobodies and you're just having a laugh and having fun. Okay, you might have had to like, you know, sell your car to buy the box. But if you're having fun... <laughs> That's what will help you. Yeah, I've gotten into the habit of like, actually, like it, this is funny to say, maybe, but maybe it's a European thing. But like, I just like I literally call this a hobby. Do you know what I mean? I feel like, what are your hobbies? This is one of them. I'm like, I collect sports cards. I do sell them. But like, I think I, you have to think of it as a hobby first. Yeah, because I think a lot of people are like, I buy and sell, and I make money off cards, and it's like, that's it's it's toxic. Like, yeah. I'm alright with people being sharks but like you need to find if there's no enjoyment in it you need to find enjoyment in it or find something else to make money with that you also have enjoyment in do you know what I mean yeah yeah if you if you find that every release if you if you find that every release makes you angry and if the fun stops stop well that's it isn't it it's like if you find like if every time anything comes out from any of the companies if you, you see that Giovanni Reina is getting another set and you're like oh for fuck's sake yeah oh, it's gonna if, be hard to make money on that it's like stop what are you yeah, doing yeah if you can't laugh if you can't laugh don't do it just don't do it like you have to be able to look and go fucking hell i'm not touching that like um yeah so i don't think we're heading into a junk uh junk era i just think soccer has never been so close to mainstream in the hobby and that scares us. A lot has changed in the last 12 months, Jason. Yes. And it's, yes. The hobby has been put on its back by Mbappe and Haaland at different parts of their specific careers. And the hobby went with it. Yeah. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't go amiss for Sancho or Joel Felix or somebody to show up and just do so, just give a lot of people that are sitting on a lot of cards a bit of, a bit of a lift. <laughs> yeah, Felix no. could just do something that you're you're a fine club. Yeah, or like if if 
you know, Christian Pulisic would have an amazing season for Chelsea. Or just one, some of these things so that people could like... I think Sancho could have a big performance for United and I think a lot of people... Not to keep playing him on the left. No, don't do that. Oh my God, if that happens again. Um, so we leave it there. That'll give you an idea of everyone of the, of the vibe of Postcards United from now on. So send us in your... Uh, your vibes. Your vibes. Just send us in your vibes. And uh, we'll, we'll vibe out on them in return. Uh, Enzo, I'll see you for episode 53 on Monday. See you, Jason.